Yo, 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 what is good, everybody? You already know what it is. That's right, we're back in the studio yet again for another draft. Today we are going to do world landmarks and monuments in honor of this first bracket being done in the bracket buildup and breakdown on Camp Draft More, the sister podcast of the show. I got Dylan and Matt across from me. What's good? Hello. And yeah, let's roll this dice and get it going. Dylan, pick that thing up and give it a roll. Let's see where is it. Figure out what this order is. It's like some ASMR stuff. Come on, Bessie. Is Bessie like a Southern thing? It's 25. 25. I don't know. I just said it. I think it is. You know, it's like affectionately like some livestock, you know? You've got to be affectionate to your livestock, Matt. (laughs) 19. Especially if you grow up in the back country. In the back (laughs) I'm going to buy a country. Matt with a 19, and I pull out a 21. Oh, so, right. Matt, back in the wraparound Back in position. the saddle again. Back in the wraparound. That should be, that would be a good sound sound effect right there. <laughs> back back in, the, in the wraparound. That would be a good one. That kind of a country sound. Yeah. Back in the wraparound. Dylan, you want to do a track, and I'll put on my country sound. Yeah. Get a little harmony. And yeah, we they'll that. come in here, you know, back in, in the, the wraparound. Yeah. <laughs> back in the wrap. You know, it's actually really difficult to do that country uh, voice. Yeah, with a little but, bit of twang. Yeah, I tr- yeah, I've been trying to, like, actually imitate it. Um, and it's it's beyond, I don't know. You must have to grow up doing it. I don't know. You got to be 100% country. That's, like, the I only can- <laughs> singing voice that I feel like I can kind of do. Because it's, it's kind of got that low, you know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I can sing that sound. Back in the wraparound. Well, when I grew up in my Chevy Silverado, sailing down the river of the Mississippi. <laughs> You're sailing down in your Chevy Silverado. Sailing, <laughs> sailing down the river in the Mississippi. Dude, go back any any song that references a car in rock, blues, or country, it's a Chevy. Every single time. You know why? I don't know. I feel like Chevy gets some representation ass. too. It's Chevy. Go back and listen. It's Chevy. Chevy. Why is it Chevy? It's Chevy, baby. I don't know. Every oh. time. <laughs> we got so off topic here. We're talking global landmarks, Yo, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Global landmarks. Let's get this thing going. Mount Draftmore. Round one. Boop, 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 boop. Dylan, All right. you're up. Kick it off. Uh, okay. Well, I am going for... I think what's probably the most obvious landmark, uh, world landmark to go for, I'm going for the Great Pyramid of Giza. Oh, so you'll just take the Great Pyramids? Yeah, the it's Great... Like, it's like a yeah, collection. Yeah, it's you'll a package get, you'll deal. Get, you get them. Yeah, you'll get all of them. Yeah, the Great Pyramids. Um, man. Smart choice. I mean, what... Uh, like. It's 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 simple concept, right? It doesn't seem that amazing when you think about it. It's just a pyramid that's really big, right? But, I mean, it's actually brilliant in design. So, first of all, the triangle or the pyramid is the strongest shape. So, it makes sense why the, Egypt, the Egyptians were smart for building that. Um, second of all, it's it's like completely symmetrical, right? And it's... Uh, and it's design. The Egyptians were amazing mathematicians. And and you know what? The ancient alien people out there, you're not giving the Egyptians enough credit. They were really good at math. Give them that credit. Like, it's not that... It's, it's Give not them that, that credit. It's not that crazy, okay? Um, Should be another soundbite. Give them the credit. <laughs> Give I, them the credit. I, yeah, I like yeah. that uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, the giant blocks. I'm not sure how much they weigh. Oh, they're like a couple tons. Yeah. yeah. Imagine <laughs> moving those. Yeah. Imagine moving those. There are several different theories, like transporting them over timber logs or floating them down the Nile. Either way, there was a lot of man or woman or person power involved in moving those giant stones and also like carving them out too. People don't really take that into account, <laughs> I think. It's not just moving them, which is... The hard part. It's chiseling them. It's chiseling them. Well, and did you know that the pyramids are also like directly on the cardinal directions? Like they point exactly north, north, south, east, west. Like the points of the pyramid. Yeah. Like it's wild how like perfectly aligned it is. And then just thinking about like 
yeah, like human beings built those. Mm-hmm, like, and mm-hmm. can you imagine what they must have looked like back in the day? Because they were like covered in this nice, like shiny glaze too. Wasn't it? Was it like plastered? Correct me if I'm wrong, but was it limestone and then gold at the top? There was a yeah, golden there was capstone. A gold cap. Yeah, yeah that would so have been. Baller. They would have shined completely white with that golden capstone at the top. They must have been an absolute, like truly a marvel to witness. And in fact. When uh, the Romans have written about like visiting Egypt and they were ancient by that time and like being amazed by these things. The Romans are like, what the, yeah, what's going on here? And of course, then Napoleon shows up years later uh, and just like lobs cannonballs at them for practice. Buzz Killington. (laughs) So, I mean... What what can we say about the pyramids? You know, uh, uh, a lot devoted you can, you can say a lot yeah. devoted you can say a lot. to man's hubris and pride in in in, it, in themselves. Right? Uh, I don't know. They're they're super cool. Well, it's, it's a classic thing. Like if you think of a lot of these world landmarks, you'll notice are like devoted to honoring people in their death, but yet they're built in their lifetime, which is really interesting. The pyramids are definitely an example of that. The pyramid is like a gigantic tomb but also house for the afterlife. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's just wild to be like, oh yeah, you could have a Pharaoh who's like 13. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to start building my tomb right now. Mm-hmm. And also what's cool is you can see actually the Egyptians over time, there's archeological evidence, ancient alien people, um, over time for like the Egyptians getting better at building pyramids because they started out with like kind of rough and you could see this in, in Egypt and Sudan as well. Um, there's like rough step pyramids that are kind of like lopsided. Yeah. They're not perfect, but then, you know, the pinnacle is obviously the great pyramids. This is like the f- pinnacle of high, of like high Egyptian civilization. Right. Yeah. Cause actually like, I think it's in the Valley of the Kings that there's these large, like burial plots for like, like not like super noble families, but like well off families. And they all have like these tiny little like, pyramid structures like kind of as like grave markers but yeah they're all pretty rough so like you're saying like they definitely perfected their craft over time Mm -hmm. good pick though great pick solid pick solid first pick and i got the second pick which means i got to go with the with the clear number two (laughs) the clear number two the great wall of china yep yes had to do it it gets 10 million visitors a year it was construction constructed mostly in between like the Qin and the Wei dynasties, but it went all the way to the Ming, and then it fell into disrepair because they were like, we don't need this. We use diplomacy, brother. No more Genghis Khan. No more, but it stretches. If it were all stretched, if it were taken apart and put in a straight line, it would be 5,500 miles. That's just, great. That's, just so you know, what's the distance between New York and L.A.? It's like 2,400 miles. Oh, my shit. God. And the distance between, what was it? It was like New York and London was 34. Mm-hmm. And then the dis- LA, you could go LA to London and have like 300 miles extra. Dude, Hadrian's yeah. Wall ain't got shit on the Great Wall. Truth. No, it's crazy. <laughs> it's so big. It's wild. The amount, the tonnage, the amount of tons of stone, it's, it's a stupid statistic. Oh, absolutely. I can't remember what it was. It's some astronomical number of weight. But it's got a lot. It's got those special stats too. It's a it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the new. It's like the new World Wonders, mm-hmm. not the ancient ones, but the new ones. Nope. Yep. It's old, but it's not that old. Didn't they actually just straight up bury like workers in the yep. wall? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's like a lot of poetry from the times when the wall was being built uh, that revolve around the tragedy that was constructing oh the God. wall can you imagine trying to man the wall <coughs> with like with soldiers like what do you have to do to do i mean the way oh my god it's just such an insane task 50 5500 miles of wall to put soldiers on yeah and the average height of it was like 21 feet that's so insane yeah that's a that's huge wall. huge wall Gigantic. donald trump what's up <laughs> <laughs> Well, and they were smart too in that they like, they, for as big as it is, they still built smarter, not harder, in which they still followed the natural curvature of all these hills and actually built into the hills so they could avoid having to build the, all the wall. Like there are sections where it's just like, oh yeah, we're just meeting at a mountain, call it good. So think, think about 5,500 miles and how long it could have been if they actually just built 
it all as one continuous thing with no gaps. Yeah. That'd be wild. Wow. Yeah. It's almost like when your fence meets up to a tree and you're like, yeah. you know what? No, I'm just going to stop it there yeah. and I'll start it on the other side of the tree. Yeah. Imagine if you built that wall, around like it. around it. Yeah. Or if you got crazy and built it up Whoa. over it, you know, that'd be a crazy ass tree. Crazy though is the wall didn't stop people from invading China and taking oh, over. Oh, the Mongols were like, sure whatever. Yeah, they <laughs> were like, this wall. We have the the Mongols and the Manchus are both like nomad, like semi-nomadic peoples who took over Chinese dynasties. Yep. The wall didn't stop them. <laughs> but the wall's amazing. It is. It is. Thank you. All right. With my pick, uh, close up round number one, I am going to go with the Eiffel Tower. With the Eiffel Tower oh. for the first round <laughs> is definitely the synonymous symbol of France to the world. People to identify France with the Eiffel Tower is built by Gustave Eiffel, a.k.a. the guy who built and designed the Statue of Liberty. So this was his follow-up. He actually did Statue of Liberty about like 20 years before this. This was 1889, I believe. This was his sophomore album. This was. This was... <laughs> <laughs> This was like what a sophomore album. It's like Kanye's yeah. like graduation, um, but in any case, it is actually the it has multiple different observation decks. You can take either stairs or lifts up there, and the the highest lift you can get to in the public is the highest observation point in the European Union. Actually, so of all the countries in Europe, or most of them in the European Union at least, this is like the highest point you can get to as like just a regular person is wow. the tallest observation deck in the Eiffel Tower. Like I said, built by Gustav Eiffel. And it is, it is just a gigantic force when you're talking about global landmarks. When people are planning European vacations and European trips or even just talking about Europe, the Eiffel Tower is definitely up on that list of go-to. It, it, somehow it's become like a very romantic destination. I don't really understand that. But like people, yeah. people love like going in like, you know, rom-coms like the Eiffel Tower. Well, meet me at the Eiffel Tower, the base of the Eiffel Tower. That's like a big thing. And overall, just a great, great global landmark. It's got a lot of history involved. I mean, I mean, it's uh, yeah. What's cool is if you keep repainting it, it'll probably last forever. the The steel won't degrade as long as you just keep repainting it. So, I mean, clutch. Yeah, I know. It's like, but if you let it go, well, say goodbye. Someday it'll fall over. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Set times. Good pick. Good pick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mount Draftmore. Hey y'all! It's a hot summer out there. And on those hot days, there's nothing better than an ice-cold drink. The best way to keep those drinks cold as the Rockies is with my personal favorite, koozie. <laughs> Coming in all shapes, sizes, designs, and brands, koozies will make sure you'll never have to deal with a warm drink ever again. So remember, when it's hot out, out, out there, make sure you koozie up. Your drink will thank you later, not an actual ad. Mount Draftmark! Round two. Matt, second Back round, again. your turn. Back again. Okay. My next pick, I am going to go with one of the most visited places on this earth, and that's going to be the Sensoji Temple in Japan. You son of a bitch. I did it. Ugh. You son of a bitch. Did you know that over 30 million people visit the Sensoji Temple in Japan every single year? I am pulling for Sensoji Temple <laughs> in the bracket build-off. It's got some heat. It's got some big-time heat in there. But it actually, by those statistics alone, it makes it the most visited site, secular or non-secular, in the entire world. Wow. Yeah. Dude, not even close. It's, it's stupid. It doubles. The pyramids are number two with like 14.6 million more than doubles. Wow. It, uh, it is, I believe it was built in, what, the, the five or six hundreds, somewhere in that range. I'm, the exact date is escaping me. 645, 645. baby. I knew it started with a six. Baby. So it's incredibly Beautiful. old. It was originally Buddhist in nature, but it actually now is a little bit more opened up. Uh, I don't think it necessarily has, like, a, a distinctive, like, religious affiliation anymore. I think it's just more of, like, a spiritual temple for all of Japan and really anybody who visits um, very distinctive architectural style. It actually kind of reminds you, if you were to look at pictures of it, it reminds you of kind of like what you'd expect the Fire Nation to be like in Avatar, for sure. It's kind of got that distinct kind of Japanese architectural style. So it's got a lot of large uh, statues and dedications to like kind of Buddhist imagery and the Buddhist religion. 
Um, they host festivals that go for a couple weeks every single year, multiple times around the year. And overall, it is a just a gigantic force in the global landmark. It's a sleeper. Probably a lot of people haven't heard of it, but it by far uh, kicks a lot of ass. So Senso G Temple. Nice. <clears throat> That's such a good one. Mm-hmm. Ah, you son of a gun. That's a great pick. Okay, well, I'm going to pick something that ties to Sensoji Temple because it is a sacred site in Shintoism. Um, it has over a million visitors a year and over 300,000 people summit Mount Fuji a year. Hell yeah. I'm picking Mount Fuji because if we're talking about landmarks, we're thinking of things that stand out right there. Oh, when you're in Tokyo, boom. It's there. It's right there. It's monstrous. It's beautiful. Cherry blossom season. Oh, man. Oh, ooh-wee. Many, many painting and pieces of art have centered around Mount Fuji. Um, I mean, yeah, like when I'm thinking of the landmark of Tokyo, I'm thinking of Fuji. Because like a lot of times, even if you see it on a stamp or some kind of representation of it, it's like the silhouette of the city next to the mountain. Oh, yeah. With the, with the red sun in the top white sky. I just think like Fuji is Tokyo. Oh, Fuji, those pictures of Fuji with, like, the red sky, like, in the early morning or late at night. Oh, crazy, 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 crazy. And it's so, it's, like, the peak of it's, like, actually really symmetrical. Yeah, <laughs> it like, looks, it looks too perfect. Yeah, it's like a cone. It's crazy. It is beautiful. It's, it's, and it's, you know, I mean, Rainier is iconic, but Mount Fuji, wow. Like, you wow. really, you, it's, it's known worldwide yeah. everyone knows it and you can go to the top of it yeah which is great yeah three hundred thousand people go to the top of it that's I, pretty impressive i know when i go to japan i'm going to the top of it oh definitely for sure can't miss out on that heck yeah dylan go for it well if we're going natural at least this round seems to be going that way i think i'll pick another natural landmark cool and it's one that i haven't been to yet but i want to since i've i've got my national park uh, passport book mm. now since I visited several. Uh, I'm talking about Yellowstone. Yeah. Yellowstone. Super unique ecosystem formed by like millions of years of geologic and volcanic activity. In fact, underneath Yellowstone is simmering a super volcano and you can see some evidence of that in the very active and famous geysers that people stick their heads in and get burned by every year. Old faithful. <laughs> like, just don't stick your head in it. I don't know. I mean, it's a geyser. It's hot. What oh, do you, it's, what? it's the same thing. Like people, I hear all the time about people having these horrific accidents because they like wandered a little too close to like these sulfur like pits. And it's like, stay away. It smells like rotten eggs. Don't go over there. Right. <laughs> it can't be good. Right. No. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's unique in that it's a slice of what, America as a ecosystem or like large parts swaths of America used to look like, and it's now even more intact than it used to be. I mean, we have herds of bison roaming through there. We have wolves, we have grizzly bears. Um, there's so much going on in Yellowstone's truly remarkable and diverse ecosystem. Um, and it, it just keeps getting better. It's, uh, it's the land before time. It really is. It's it's amazing, and I cannot wait to go. I'm just, I've got to figure out basically a time to go where it won't be insane with tourism, but not the summer. Yeah, you know. yeah, you know, probably impossible. Also, driving through Wyoming, I hate it. I hated driving through Wyoming. So Same thing with Montana. It's just boring. <laughs> I liked Montana. I don't like. <laughs> it's all mountainous. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. At least the speed limits are friendly. But yeah, Yellowstone, super cool. Also very widely visited. Millions of visitors every single year from all across the world um, because they want to see that sweet hydrothermal activity. Yes. Yeah. Let's just hope it doesn't blow up. Super volcano. Uh, An eruption is due relatively, I say relatively in the cosmic order of things soon. Yeah. Like geologically soon. Not our (laughs) lifetime soon. Right. Not our our problem. Not our problem. That's the problem of future generations. (laughs) All right. Hey, good second round, everyone. Good job. Halftime. That's right. Halftime. We're in the lounge. We're in the lounge. We're heading there. Let's let's cut into it. Mm, mm, mm. You smell those scrambled eggs? (laughs) No, I could use them. 
Sounds would, good though. Yeah. I would like some good old scrambled eggs, some bacon and potatoes. Yeah. Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> What's delicious? <laughs> potatoes. Have you guys ever um, built something up in your mind where for like literally years to the point where it can't possibly exceed or even meet your expectations? Have you ever done that? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What, what has that been for you guys? Disappointment. Yes. Disappointment? Never lives up to the billing. Never quite lives up no. to the billing. I mean, think about that car you've always wanted or maybe that pair of shoes you wanted to buy. Uh, maybe it's even like a restaurant you want to try or a type of food, right, you haven't had before. I'd wager that most of us listening and here in the studio fantasize about something like that. I'm most definitely guilty of doing this, and I'm going to talk about my fantasy. <laughs> my fantasy. That oh, actually, <laughs> I know, not too, not too personal. That actually exceeded expectations. I'm talking about traveling to Rome and seeing the Colosseum and the Pantheon. Yes. Yes, as, as, as well as other things like the Baths of Caracalla. Um, ever since I can remember, I've been a Roman history nerd. I don't really know why. Uh, maybe it's the allure of their classical learning and technology, the order of their society. I mean, who doesn't love aqueducts that bring fresh water and uh, are able to flush toilets, right? Am I right? Um, the Romans did. They, they had that. Oh, and let's not forget about the Roman legions and how organized they were and, the, that, and their ro road building. Um, I mean, Roman roads are still intact in a lot of places today. Happy in ways, still there. Right. Yep. Um, so efficient and the most disciplined and feared military of its era, the Roman Legion. But above all else, I think Roman architecture was what I found most intriguing. Uh, it's You might describe it as grand and majestic feats of engineering, a few of which have survived into modern day, almost to perfection. Um, they are truly awesome in scope. Only the world's natural wonders uh, as we've already mentioned, a couple of them can actually capture and eclipse that level of awe-inspiring beauty. So let me describe a little bit of what I experienced in Rome. From the marbled floors and columns and the concrete dome of the Pantheon and the larger-than-life archways and fighting pit of the Colosseum, Rome truly exceed, exceeded my expectations as world landmark in and of itself. It's a location where your imagi imagination can run wild speculating what life must have been like in ancient Rome. I've talked before about how Romans lived in apartment buildings and ate out much like we do with street food, right? What must life have been like on an average evening for your middle, I'll say middling class, not that there was such a thing, but middling class Roman, right? Going to the theater or going to the Colosseum, right? Going out, to get a little bit of uh, your uh, fermented fish sauce on your favorite food. <laughs> what, what, what was the famous line? Uh, you know, like the emperor win, win people over with like food and bread. Food, well, bread and what was it like? Bread and games, games and bread. Or yeah. there, there's like a famous quote there, basically like winning people over with like food and entertainment. Yeah, yeah. and actually, Rome kept its uh, the city of Rome kept its art, uh, population artificially high by simply handing out bread rations. To its uh, population. Simpler times. Yeah, simpler, simpler times. times. It's even interesting to imagine what happened after the decline of the Western Roman Empire when the city of Rome fell into disrepair and flooded because there was no one there to stop the Tiber River from flooding. Um, the, the sewers became backed up, right? And Rome became kind of like uh, a mixture of, <laughs> uh, of uh, livestock herding so that you would have found like Herds of sheep there went down from a million people to like about 20,000 people living there. The Pope still lived there. Um, and, and like swampy, just swampiness. Now it's beautiful though. I highly encourage everyone to go there. Um, I, I, I can't quite express how amazing Rome is. Uh, smells like honeysuckle. Honeysuckle, huh? Yeah. It smells like honeysuckle. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. And all the food is relatively affordable. If you're traveling, uh, at least from Seattle, and um, it's delicious. Nice. Yeah, yeah. no, the, the Colosseum, Rome in general, like I'm a big ancient history nerd too. I love Greeks, Romans, and Egyptian history, and so I'd love to I'd love to go to Rome sometime and check that all out. Mm -hmm. it's, on my, it's on my bucket list for sure. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, Rome would be sweet. But you're not. You're saying it's just like didn't live up to the hype. No, it did. That's something exceeded the hype. It exceeded my hype. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he uh, set it up as in we've never. In, have you ever encountered that situation? Did a little flippity flop. Yeah, totally flip flop me. I, I didn't think it could exceed the hype, and then it did. Is what I was saying. Nice. Yeah. So, how long would you recommend someone go to Rome? Yeah. Uh, let me think. I went to Italy for two weeks. I think I spent total of five or six days in Rome. I mean, a week. Yeah. I, it's so fun. I mean, especially if you stay in Trastevere, um, that's, uh, that's, I would highly recommend you stay in Trastevere and just like enjoy the neighborhood and then walk around Rome during the day and enjoy Trastevere at night. It's really, it's awesome. Heck yeah, man. Well, thanks for that. Thanks for letting us in the lounge. Yeah. Yeah. Time to get into that third round, but let's do a quick recap. Dylan, why don't you let us know what the teams are so far? Sure. Uh, I I came in hot with the Great Pyramids and Yellowstone. Ben has cemented his place with Great Wall of China. <laughs> get it? Cemented. Nice wordplay. And Mount Fuji. And Matt has the noble Eiffel Tower and Suntoji Temple in Japan. Excellent. Let's get back into it. Round three. Dylan, you are up. I guess I've got the wraparound for this round. Rippity rap. So I'm actually going to go. I think that this is a natural fit. Um, I'm going to go with the Coliseum. There you go. I mean, you just talked about it, so there you go. I know. I I talked it up, so I think I've got to go with it. Um, It was built. It was started by Vespasian and built in about, I think, six years. Was it six years? I'm trying to find my the uh, research here. Let's see. Uh, anyway, um, I like Seattle. Why can't we complete a grand feat of engineering in, in that amount of time? <laughs> like what's going on there? Oh, I, I think the, the issue is the Romans use slave labor. That's, the yeah. <laughs> we don't want to, we don't want to do that. Um, I'm not advocating for that. Uh, just FYI. Um, the Coliseum. Right, people gathered here to watch grand events and spectate. It used to have a giant awning that would block out the sun for the spectators. Um, unfortunately, probably not for the gladiators fighting each other every, just about every day, and also the wild animals. The Colosseum was also cool because they would sometimes fill it up with water and have yeah. naval, like straight up naval battles reenactments yeah They're, the romans were big into reenactments they were they love running back the hits mm-hmm. and you know we're not even that different from them um in that like we like we reenact stuff all the time through video games right mm-hmm. we're still kind of getting that rush of senseless violence through games like call of duty or oh yeah. Halo. How many, yeah how many people play like world war ii style video games right you just know, killing nazis killing noobs all day long man um, and like the Romans loved watching that too. Just yep. like it was actually people dying. Um, yeah. And the Romans imported so many animals to the Colosseum. Oh, it's nuts. It's just, I mean, they would just have like lions and bears and it just fight each other to the death for absolute fun. Um, or people fight them too. <laughs> it's I can't imagine it's, and that's why like stepping into the Coliseum, you get these larger than life, um, archways as you go through it and you realize how truly big it is and you can kind of imagine what it must've been like. And also they had trap doors that would like bring these caged animals up to the fighting pit from below. Um, and you can, you can see when you go to the Coliseum cause you can see the floor that they've rebuilt somewhat and then Beside that, you can see the open passageways where they stored the wild animals oh, below. Yeah, the, the, the engineering they went into that is absolutely crazy. That it's it's still most of it's still standing today, and then you can see all the inner workings underneath of mm. just like they built that thousands of years ago. Oh yeah, like, and the only crazy. the only reason that it's in the state it's in today is mainly because of the papacy like stealing uh and people who lived in Rome um in the Middle Ages, like literally taking materials from the building to use for their purpose yeah, yeah absolutely so yeah very I'll cool see great pick very cool <clears throat> very cool uh i'm gonna take the hagia Sophia nice with my third pick uh this place is probably the most geometrically sound building 
piece of architecture in the world. It will stand the test of time, much like the pyramids, but its dome is, is its like big feature. It's beautiful. And all of, if I would encourage anyone to look up pictures of the Hagia Sophia or, you know, check out our sister podcast, uh, Camp Draftmore, because mm-hmm. you can check that out on YouTube and you can see you all can see of this pictures. as we're talking about mm-hmm. it. Because the hallways, the internal architecture is just as impressive as the outside architecture. It was built in 537 AD, so this thing is old, and it still looks pristine. And it's so highly regarded that, you know, Turkey, or the Ottomans, right? They were like, mm-hmm. let's build a copy of this. Yep, they, they copied it. <laughs> let's, the Blue let's, Mosque. Let's build an exact copy across from it in the Blue Mosque. But you know what? Hagia Sophia is the original. It's and OG. It, yeah. And it still looks better. It's so beautiful. So, yeah. 3.7 million visitors a year. Let's go. It's solid. Wow. Let's go. Runner up to the Hagia Sophia for dome action is the Pantheon, another Roman architectural marvel. But the Hagia Sophia's dome definitely uh, domes it. Dome. Ooh. <laughs> Dude got domed. Dude, how'd they make those domes, though? How'd they pour all that concrete? Math. I know, dude. <laughs> The like, math, the math the is math. so precise. It's con- like the is the Hagia Sophia's dome concrete like the Pantheon's, or is it probably metal? I'm pretty sure it's. It would have to be concrete. Yeah. I don't think it would be able to be metal. It's insane. It's, it's insane. Huge. I've heard theories of how they poured the concrete. Is they like kind of did it trial by error until they got it right and just like scrapped the domes that didn't work out. <laughs> right. Imagine having that much control over society. Yeah, let's run it back. This one didn't work. That ha- the circle shape is strong. It's nuts. It the is. shape is strong with one. That concrete's still there. Still there. Nice. Good pick, Ben. Thanks. Good ben. Pick. pick. Good pick. Go for it, Matt. All right. My next pick, I'm going to go with St. Basil's Cathedral in Moscow, Russia, in the middle of Red Square. <clears throat> so this one is definitely a one out of one when you're talking about global landmarks. There have been, obviously different mosques and different cathedrals and different structures of various kinds. But this one is like definitively one out of one. All right. It's actually built on orders from Ivan the Terrible. I believe it's like built in like 1500 something in the year that century. I forget the exact date, but the interesting thing is that this is entirely unique, especially when you're talking about the time in which it's built. It's got no like predecessor before or after in any like Russian culture like in Russian orthodoxy or anything like that, this is completely built original. This is, there's no equivalent. They weren't relying on any like past examples of architecture or or style or anything to build this when they built it in Moscow. Like this is completely unique. It is entirely a work of art. It's got all these colorful domes. It looks almost looks like something out of Willy Wonka. If you look at pictures of it and those like ice cream. Exactly. And you see this and it's in the middle of red square and around it are like the Kremlin and all these like classic, like Russian buildings. Terrifying all, buildings. Yeah, they're all like the dark concrete and it's all like real scary. And then there's like this like Willy Wonka <laughs> factory in the middle of it. And you're like, how the hell did this get here? Uh, so it, it gets millions of visitors every year. It is completely unique. It is the insides even crazier than the outside is. It is just like complete one of one work of art that is like, if you think about Russia's buildings, you probably don't know the name of this, but you've seen pictures and you're like, oh yeah, that's in Russia. Like definitely a really cool landmark. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Got to go there, but I just can't see myself going to Russia someday. Yeah, Russia yeah, kind of creeps why. me out a little bit. I don't Seems really wanna, yeah. far away, very large country. I don't know. I'd love to go. Can't say Untrustworthy what. folk. <laughs> Seems like you might not make it back alive. Yeah, that's <sighs> the whole thing. <laughs> they probably say that about America, though. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Guns. They're probably like, you'll get shot in America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they probably do say that. Yeah. Yeah. Florida. Oh, God. <laughs> We're over here like, man, I don't want to get sent to the gulag. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we might go over there and they might think, you're a spy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. We would go over there and they'd be like, you have a shitty podcast. We're locking you up. <laughs> we, we've been listening to all your, stealing all your information. You guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you even get that information? <laughs> the internet? <laughs> right, hey, third round. That's a good one. Draft more. Summertime is here, and we all know what that means. Not a sponsor. Time to bring out the meats and veggies and get to grilling. But why not fire up a new Traeger and add some smoke flavor in the mix? 
Traeger's burn off their Traeger brand pellets, which come in many flavors to give your meat that special taste you're looking for. We're talking like cherry, apple, hickory, mixed blend, etc. Traeger's allow you to smoke low and slow, or you can cook quickly with temps that range from 160 to 500 degrees. That's right, pizzas move over. You got a new space to grill in. Traeger's also, Traeger also has an app that allows you to track your temp and timer on your smartphone. A high-precision meat thermometer allows you to get the meat exactly where you need it, ensuring moist, tasty meats every bite. Quick, pa- quit pacing back and forth to the grill and get a Traeger and start smoking smarter, not harder. Mount Draft Round four. Matt, round four, time for you to get it. All right. So I'm going to go with my last pick. I'm going to go with the Acropolis in Greece, specifically in Athens. So the Acropolis is by far one of the most like iconic global landmarks because it is kind of the representation of ancient Greece that has kind of withstood the test of time. Obviously, it's kind of like, I mean, the stages of deterioration have been eh, kind of a mixed bag over the past, what, few thousand years since a lot of the the temples and the buildings such as the, um, the Parthenon, the Temple of Nike and Athena and some of the other ones that are on like, kind of like that Temple Mount have kind of crumbled uh, throughout the years, particularly because of, you know, various wars and just overall poor. Dude, just say it. They blew it up with a powder keg. They did that too. Um, <laughs> it was in perfect condition, then they blew it up. <laughs> so it, 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 it's seen some <laughs> stuff, but nevertheless, it is an incredible sight when you're talking about just the accumulation of Greek architecture and style, um, the way in which they built all of that. I mean, they they fundamentally, what, destroyed a lot of the, like, the marble reserves in, in Greece. Like... Each one of those like columns is perfectly built and they're built in these slabs and can join with like these joints that are like cedar. And they recently like had to repair some of them, say they take them apart for the first time since they were built. And the cedar peg that used to like conjoin the two is still completely intact. Like it is just a marvel that ancient peoples did this and they transported these ton blocks of marble to build these massive works of art. And they have the, the frescoes around all the sides. Um, when you think about the ancient world, you think about the Acropolis, you think about the Parthenon in particular alongside the Colosseum and on a couple others, the pyramids for sure. But you got to get the Acropolis on there. It is without a doubt one of those world heritage sites that is one of the, it's not one of the ancient wonders of the world because it came a little bit after the fact, but you'd almost think it should fit in there too. An incredible place. Mm-hmm. Isn't one of the ancient wonders of the world though another Greek uh, monument that's not it was, was it the um it was the big statue the temple of zeus was that it yeah zeus was one of the ancient wonders yeah but that's no longer in existence nope same thing with like there wasn't there like a gigantic statue that yeah, was colossus yeah was that yeah was that colossus like, of Rhodes. was yes. that it mm-hmm. yeah you know there when that i went to crazy to see rome there was actually a cool dude they built so much big shit when I went to some museum, one of the cool ones, there's so many, and there was a giant hand, like human-sized hand, and a giant head uh, of um, Constantine, mm. the, Constantine the Great. And like just ima- this gigantic, probably like 30-foot-tall statue used to just, you know, God, be crazy. exist. <laughs> I can't believe it. Very nice. <laughs> To yourself. Good pick. Yes. Good pick. Very nice. Very, very good. Nice. Very good. Hmm. It's my last pick. What should I pick with my last pick? So many to go with. I don't have anything in the American continents. Hmm. Landmark, landmark, landmark. I'm going to go with Machu Picchu. Mm. Nice. Because I feel like that's just, you think about Chile, you think about Machu people, Machu people, Machu Picchu. The Machu Picchu. Sitting up in the mountains, you know, Established by the Incan civilization, gets about 1.4 million visitors a year, which is too many because it's starting to degrade that place. It's taken away its majesty, but trash. still, mm-hmm. look at pictures of it, and you'll see it's it, they blend their architecture, their living establishments with where all where they're growing all their food, all of their uh, well, yeah, their architecture with their agriculture. I guess is what I'm trying to say. 
Um, they have the steep system, which maximizes all the water in the in the mountain range and provides them both drinking water and uh, waters all their plants. So you know they were highly innovative. They were also like real dialed into the universe and the stars. Not as much as the Mayans, but when you live up on top of mountains, you know, you look at the stars a lot. Yeah. So this is definitely a place, a place you want to go see. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Um, it's one of the seven natural wonders. Or no, not seven natural. One of the new seven world yes. wonders. Um, it's just a dope place to see. Super dope. Yeah, I have a model of one that a student made back in the day downstairs. I remember that project. Yeah, that was like one of the coolest ones that got made. That was really cool. Other ones, yeah. <laughs> I kept one of a uh, Incan rope bridge that a student student's parent definitely made. Yeah, maybe. Well, I, I'll give him credit. Maybe he did it. I don't know. I'll tell you one that a kid definitely made the like eight potato chips that were glued together. My God, <laughs> dude, dude, that should. I hope that just got thrown in the trash. Remember, That's we ridiculous. like stomped it out. Yeah, I don't feel bad. No. It was no, trash. It that, was literal trash. That is ridiculous. <laughs> but that Machu Picchu was clean, but even like real Machu Picchu, cleaner. Yes. Unless you pollute it, people. Have either of you been? No. no. Me neither. I want to go. I guess we have to buy tickets in advance now, which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. They schedule it, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like real close to making a like the endangered world heritage site list and that's because of erosion right basically that and because there's like a city that's right nearby Mm. so it gets a lot more tourism Mm. a lot more people get up there Mm -hmm. and just when you're by a city there's a lot more pollution oh and trash that was Mm -hmm. the other issue is trash collection yeah yeah nice good pick thank you solid um okay for my last pick i'm gonna stay in europe for this one or well i guess i know that's debatable now it's in the British Isles. It's in England specifically. Mm. I'm going with Stonehenge. Um, I, Stonehenge is kind of covered in mystique. We are fairly certain that it was created by Celtic culture, specifically by Druids, who are a religious class. Um, but our knowledge of it, like solid knowledge of it, kind of ends there. The Druids didn't write anything down. They had generational knowledge that they were they were to memorize when you got accepted in the Druid um, religious order, you had to memorize all of their knowledge basically, or maybe you'd specialize in a field of their knowledge and memorize that Um, incredibly learned folks. Um, So, you know, Stonehenge probably revolves around a religious purpose, possibly as a burial site. Um, It's definitely aligned somewhat astrologically, astronomically, astronomically yeah not astrologically astronomically right um and functions almost like a calendar it's a neolithic um it's neolithic and that was made around 2500 bc that's about 5000 years ago uh or 4500 years ago um and it is massive that's the other thing that kind of adds a mystique is when you go you wonder to yourself like how did they move these here for <laughs> like, real how did they move these like really and again maybe they transported it over timber logs right just kind of rolling it along or maybe it was ancient aliens aliens <laughs> like the ones that are stacked on top of it like horizontally like how 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 did you do that how there were no cranes back then it was aliens it's it's truly truly remarkable um, I mean, who knows, maybe like some form of leverage, but like how, how I would how? love to know how I, I visited, um, a couple of Neolithic sites in Ireland. Um, uh, I forget the name of one, but it was a cool, like burial hearth, very large. It's actually, I think it's older than Stonehenge. And then I actually, uh, went to this park, this privately owned park that was beautiful, and it was like a misty day. And we stumbled upon my wife and I stumbled upon, um, uh, a stone circle, much, much smaller than Stonehenge. But like there was an offering in the middle of it, of fresh fruit in this like clear bowl of water, like bowl formed out of the grassy earth. And it just felt so mystical and spiritual to be witnessing this thousands of years old monument that people probably pilgrimaged to back then. 
right? Or used for, and it was in a river valley too, with water and mist everywhere. So it was very, it was like one of the most spiritual experiences I've ever had. It was so weird. So I would love to experience Stonehenge like that someday, although I doubt that will happen. Um, yeah. Stumble across it in the middle of the night on a clear, <laughs> clear sky, slight breeze, 72 degrees. You're just like, oh, wow. I know. And you see a, a, a light saucer light. come down from the sky. Yes. Yeah. No, I'll probably have to wait in line with a bunch of farty kids. Probably. Yeah. Probably. With a bunch of farty kids. <laughs> 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 and on that note. Yeah. And on that note, great last pick. So we've all made our teams. Yeah, you, you know what time, time it is. Make, 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 make their case be logical and clear. Be be logical and, and clear. clear. All right, cue it up. Cue it up. Three, two, one. So to recap my team, I've got the Eiffel Tower, the Sensoji Temple in Japan, St. Basil's Cathedral in Moscow, Russia, and the Acropolis in Athens, Greece. Starting off the Eiffel Tower, built by Gustav Eiffel, the guy who made the Statue of Liberty. This is his follow-up. This is his sophomore album, and it's a hit. All right, you're talking about one of the most visited places in all of Europe. It's synonymous with France as a nation. It is romance. It is structure. It is... Just overall great engineering and one of the highest points you can actually visit as a normal person in the European Union. Next up, I've got Senso G Temple, the most visited place on planet Earth with 30 million visits every year. Jesus. Just numbers. I don't even uh, say any more than that. St. Basil's Cathedral in Moscow, Russia is singularly unique. It's one of one. There's nothing that presides it before or after. It is kind of out of the blue in Russia. You know it when you see it. It looks like it should be out of Willy Wonka's factory. But nevertheless, it's a beautiful work of art, both architecturally and inside, just just in terms of art. Just the religious iconography that's inside is, is pretty spectacular. And the Acropolis, I mean, talk about a symbol of ancient Greece. Talking about the Parthenon, the temples of Athena and Nike, the Temple Mount. Uh, it's an incredible wonder of the ancient peoples and their architecture and their style and just like the way of life. It, it is a step back in time, and it is without a doubt one of the most recognizable landmarks in the world and that has stood the test of time despite repeated attempts to fundamentally destroy it over and over and over again. There you go. Noise. Noise. That's right. It's my turn. I'm bringing you Machu Picchu, the Hagia Sophia, Mount Fuji, and the Great Wall of China. Y'all, Machu Picchu is just sitting up in the mountains looking all majestic, minding its own business, built in the 15th century chilling cooling nice architecture nice agricultural innovation that's a place you could live and sustain life you're not going to get conquered by conquistadors you're good your stuff's not going to get all burnt up you're good you're safe up there love the diseases will get you but peace and love Hagia Sophia geometrically perfect this building is sound it's gonna long outlast all of humanity because of its structure and when you go inside all of that beautiful art and inner architecture is going to be maintained, unlike all of that Greek stuff that's falling apart and getting blown up and yada, yada, yada. Mount Fuji, if you're talking about an iconic landmark, that's Mount Fuji. You see that. That is Tokyo. You think about the skyline of Tokyo, what's behind it? Mount Fuji. Nothing else to say. Great Wall of China, over 5,000 miles of brick and blood and p- bodies <laughs> and 21 foot average height this thing they say you can say it from space now i'll dispel that you can't see it from space but it's still bigger than any other wall in the world True. This, is, this is a marvel y'all all of these are unesco sites all of them are natural or normal wonders boom nice noise you know, hagia sophia means holy wisdom there we go and it had to be rebuilt three times Just because they didn't do it perfect till the third time, and then it was just perfect. Then it was perfect. Perfection. Perfection. All right, Dylan. All right. Let me give you a rundown of my team. Great Pyramids, Yellowstone, Colosseum, and Stonehenge. So the Great Pyramids. Man, how iconic are those, 
right? You're, you can just imagine what it must look like standing next to a garbage pile in Cairo and you see those great pyramids. They are majestic, especially when you're next to a garbage pile in Cairo. Wow. Truly a monument to hubris and pride. Um, must have been even more gorgeous back in their heyday. Uh, they were ancient when the Romans were around, y'all. So those things are straight up old and they're made out of the pyramid. Like the pyramid shape is per- is the most solid shape you can make something out of. Um, Yellowstone. People come from all around the world to visit this geological and ecological wonder of the world. Um, truly nothing like it. And a bunch of the world's uh, hydrothermal activity actually happens in Yellowstone. Super volcano. Don't go off. Uh, Coliseum. Um, let's say that's a wonder of bloodshed, right? Imagine all the, well, I won't say cool, but in interesting <laughs> battles that must have happened there over time, um, would still be in perfect condition if it wasn't repurposed. And then Stonehenge covered in mystique, right? Not much we know about it, but it is awe-inspiring. Aliens. <laughs> Yeah, we've made our cases. Great job, everybody. Draft more. Y'all, please make your way to the Instagram. Let us know who you thought won this draft. Please. We're banking on you to let us know who the winner is. We're taking a a break from determining studio winners because we think it's all about you. You let us know. We'll be posting there. Also, be sure to check out Camp Draft more if you're interested in bracket buildups and breakdowns. Again, we're going to be doing the second through the final rounds. Aaron on Friday. So check that out. out. It's also on YouTube. uh, So you can see that. Um, If you want to contact us, uh, hit us up through Instagram or, you know, you can hit us up on the Facebook page. At Mount Draftmore. Yeah. Is there another place that we are? Twitter. Twitter. Or on Twitter at Draftmore. Yeah. Do the Twitter. Or you can shoot us an email if you've got some wild story to tell about the podcast or about how you really disagreed and it's too long for Instagram, I guess. That'd be cool to get an email. Yeah. yeah, I think like if you, if y'all send us in a mailbag, Mailbag. Send us some mailbags so we can read some viewer emails. That'd be fun. Yeah, all of that. So, Mount Draft or MT Draftmore at Google or at gmail.com. Not Google. It's a Google account. Yeah. Yeah. Google Google product. But yeah, we'll see you here next week. Be safe until then. Peace.